0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Nashville, it's time for Nashville Business Radio. Now, here's
1: your host.
2: And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Nashville Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we've got a good one today. Jeff Batts is with us. He is the president of Principal HR Solutions and Consulting. Jeff, welcome.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here. It's yeah, going to
2: be fun. yeah, I think so. And I'm I've been looking forward to this. Um, before we get into some of the details of, of uh, how you're helping folks uh, there at HR uh, Principal HR Solutions, tell us a little bit about you and how you got into this business.
1: Yeah, so it, it's it's kind of a long story. Short is um, my family. Gr- I grew up here in Nashville. Uh, my grandfather had a furniture business here for uh, many years. And so I got to see small business. And I got to see small business work. Fast forward, he helped me get through school and do all these kind of things. And, you know, I, I went in, I was going to get a sales job. Right. And uh, went into school, as I came out of school for that, um, I went to work taking an HR job on a temporary assignment. And so 30 years later, I'm still doing HR, uh, got out of corporate HR about two years ago to start this company and, I'm um, now working with small and mid-sized businesses around the Middle, middle Tennessee area and in West Tennessee.
2: Wow. That's awesome. Let, let's talk about HR. I mean, you, you mentioned you thought your career would be sales. Why mm-hmm. HR? What, what what drew you to human resources?
1: I think it was the, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm a people person, and that, and that's what draws them in. Um, I think my family would probably tell you that's not true about me, but uh, they they might laugh and say, well, he's not a people person. Um, But I really find what I I do find for my clients and what I do and found when I first got into HR was there is a, the business runs through its people. They're only as successful as their people are. And so we got, I I was trained by very smart people, very people invested a lot of time in me and i went on the business acumen portions of hr along with learning the people side of it and that i think that's what really drew me in was how i could impact business and the and the outcomes of business by helping make sure we had the right people in the right seats doing the right work so
2: you know that you said a lot there uh jeff it's amazing though and i'm sure you you can write a book on this uh, about how many business businesses and business owners maybe forget about the people part of it?
0: Yeah, I mean, what what happens is you get focused on sales, you get focused on you know making sure revenue generation is doing what it's supposed to do, and and what sometimes we forget is we're we're really running all that revenue generation through our folks, and they can make us or break us with one client. So that's really what we try to do is to, you know save, save our clients some time, um, you know, reduce their risk and ultimately help them find efficiencies that grow the business through their people.
2: That's great. Now let's talk about specifically, you, you opened the door there for principal HR solutions at your, your own firm now that you formed after, uh, many years in corporate, uh, talk about the services you provide and how you help folks there.
0: So what we what we do is we have three delivery methods to our clients. Well, and, and and what we what I found just when I came out of um, the corporate world, I, I, I was a senior vice president in a, in a regional bank and came into this job. And I was like, I, I'm going to I'm going to sell HR. Right. That was what I knew, knew I was going to do. I had no clue what I was talking about until I, found, I started really talking to small business owners and found out that. that they they were tired of boxed HR sets that were out there that they could go get. They needed somebody that knew their business. They just couldn't afford to have somebody full time, and it just it was really again surrounding myself with the right people who coached me through this. But really looking and going if we tailor our business to each client, which is different. But if we can tailor our business to each client, ultimately. We can give them the same HR level service that I was doing at a in, in a in a big regional bank, just on a scaled basis and for a fraction of the price. And so our three delivery methods are we do retained HR, um, where we are the HR manager for a number of companies here in Middle Tennessee. Um, and I act as their HR manager, except mm-hmm. at one company who where they call me the HR guy. Um, so I don't know what that means, but. Uh, then there's, we also have, um, we do HR a la carte where we just have clients that just call in when they need to. And then we do project work on, uh, just as, as needed when the client, a client calls in.
2: Sure. Sure. Let's talk about what makes sense for a business in terms of having essentially what, what you're describing is a fractional HR executive, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. And, um, what, what are the economics of that in terms of if I'm a business owner and I'm thinking about, about this, how, how big should I be to, in order to hire you? And then at what point as I grow, do I need to like bring that in house? I mean, so what, what are the, uh, I guess the, the brackets around that size those sizes?
0: it's a, that's a fantastic question. And that's our, usually when I go to meet with a prospect, that's the question they're asking is, do we need you Mm. in this situation or do we need to do something different? They don't, they don't know because they don't know about the people. They don't, they don't think about that HR side of it. So we always tell people, you know, from 10 to 70
1: employees, you probably, we're probably the right fit for you or a company like us. Mm. Um, We don't think that you need a full-time HR service inside. 70 plus, 70 to 100 is when you really want to start thinking about that. But we, we partner with some companies where they have a generalist or HR generalist or someone, a recruiter or someone like that in-house. And we act as their senior director of HR. Um, and then 100 plus, you really need to start. You need to have someone inside. You really mm-hmm. do. And we help, we've had a couple of clients where we've helped them work towards that transition. And so that's, that's what our job sometimes is to work ourselves out of the job.
2: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. And what, what I think you, it seems to me that what you do is you really leverage uh, folks capabilities in a, in a lot of ways. I, I guess when there's already an internal HR professional, you know, HR is a big subject, right? And they can't be experts at everything. And maybe you help uh, uh, executives like that leverage themselves in working on projects and whatnot that maybe they otherwise wouldn't have the time and resources for.
0: Right. I mean, I, I've worked recently with a client on compensation analysis, just looking at what do you do post-COVID? How do we make sure that we're we're keeping our people, you know? We're going through something right now called the Great Resignation, I think. I, I think it'll end up being called that anyway. Mm. And where people have been sitting in their jobs for um, a year because they were afraid to move or because there was nowhere to go. And mm. now companies are hiring again and they're hiring for talent. And so a lot of our clients are looking for how do I keep my best people? And we, we want to go in and help them with that compensation program, that total comp program. And look at what do we need to do to make sure we have a we're able to keep the lifeboat folks in the house. So well, that's just an example of, of of what we've been able to do from a strategic standpoint.
2: Folks, Jeff Batts is with us, and he is the president of Principal HR Solutions and Consulting. Uh, Jeff, I think you may have uh, may be going down the road of a question I was about to ask, which is the biggest challenge that small, mid-sized businesses are facing today. Is it that talent acquisition piece?
0: It's, it is, it and, is, and it's at all levels. Um, you know, we start with, we have companies that are looking for labor, just general labor. And the economics of the way things have played out and some of the stimulus money that's been out there has, has not necessarily incented folks to go and get jobs. And so what we've had to do is become creative. And say, hey, what what are we selling now to our 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 prospective employees that will get them in the door long term and get the right people in? Because there's a there's there's an opportunity right now to get really good talent. You just got to be creative in how you do it. And you know whether it's an incentive program, whether it's a bonusing you know sign on bonusing program, whatever it is, it's it's not always about compensation. Sometimes it's about what kind of work environment do you offer. You know, a lot of people a lot of people are struggling right now with do I come back full time into the office? Do I come back full time in, you know, or do I want to work remote? And what our clients have to do, and we have to help them do that, is decide how do we get the best talent in and maximize that talent in, in a market that's extremely competitive, surprisingly competitive, really.
2: Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. And I think sometimes business owners thinks, think it's all about the money. But what you're uh, pointing to that is, uh, I think, important is it's not – sometimes it's not even the money maybe, right?
0: No. One of our clients is, is a great example of this. That they, they sell their culture. They call it their way uh, and, and the way that company is going to do business. And we we help them market that when we go out and recruit for them, and we do some recruiting on the side, uh, just trying to support again our businesses because we are a full service HR department. And so, you know, when when we talk to candidates and we, we're trying to bring them in, and they're on the fence, they're they're saying, "Well, I don't know if I want to make this move financially. I don't know if it's all that good for me financially." What is your environment like today, and what do you want your environment to be? Because our client really sells environment work-life balance, uh, remote work, those kind of things are very important to to employees today. And I honestly, I'm getting that, you know, the gray hair on my head isn't just from 2020. It, it, it's, it's from a long, a long time of learning this, but it, you know, what, what I found is I found that really employees really are looking for work-life balance right now. Um, there's a lot of people that are hurting after coming out of 2020. And so they're looking for, they understand things are more, certain things are more important than they used to be. And companies that are understand that are really being able to leverage themselves and be able to get good folks, get good folks in. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So Jeff, let's talk a little bit about maybe what makes you and your firm unique. I mean, lots of HR consulting firms out there, You know, why, uh, uh, why do clients hire you? I mean, why, why do they pick you out among all the other options they have?
0: I think because again, we tailor our services specifically to the client. The first thing we do when we meet with the prospect is go in and start asking them where their pain points are and, and what has been, what has been their service level to this point. Some have had an internal person that they don't, they no longer have. Some have used the PEO where they they didn't get this get what they were expecting. There's some great PEOs out there, but some of them have not serviced. They've given them a box set of, of solutions and said, "This is what we do." Um, and then what we, we I, I really try to do is just go in and say, "Look, I'm not the I'm not I'm not the smartest guy ever in but I've got 30 years of experience doing this and I can help you just by looking back and using some of those experiences and, and applying them to your business. And so it's a relational thing. If, if, if they can come in and they can trust me personally and then trust my business acumen and know that I'm going to help them grow their business and protect their business. I think that's how we, we we've been able to differentiate ourselves.
2: Yeah. And you're, you're, Putting your finger on something I think is important, it seems to me, and that is, you know, when there's a problem in HR, the executive or the business owner, they want to have a conversation. I mean, they don't necessarily want want to read a a communique that comes out of a box about a particular situation that's a pretty vanilla uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, construct, if you will, um, because they've got some specific questions that they want to ask and have a conversation uh, with a real live breathing person, right? That, that they, whose experience they trust.
0: They do. And and I met with a prospect on Monday and the, and the number one thing that the president of that company told me was, I want to be able to talk to you in person when this thing, it, it, when things are, are, are problems, I want to be able to know, you know, my business and I'll that's different for us. We I go to the client. Um, I tell clients all the time, if you are, the, the senior executives can call me 24-7 because business for small business and, and large businesses, but for small businesses especially, happen on Friday afternoons at 5.30, right? Mm-hmm. They go haywire for some reason at Friday afternoon at 5.30. They need to be able to pick up the phone and get someone on the line that knows what they're doing. And I, I'm not talking about knowing what I'm doing. Knows what their business is doing, sure, and, and can address that quickly with them, and help them come to a solution. If we need to talk Sunday night before the Monday morning meeting, we do that.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
0: that's a, I think that's a unique offering,
2: folks. Jeff Batts is with us, Principal HR Solutions. And I do not see an 800 number here, folks. He's got, he's got a, a real phone number that, uh, goes straight to him. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, Jeff, well, let's, let's talk about, um, beyond just the talent acquisition issue and retaining and attracting good talent. What, what are some of the other issues that you see business owners struggling with on the HR front right now?
1: Yeah.
0: Again, I, I'm tired of talking about COVID and I know our, our business owners are too. Sure. But coming out of 2020, we've seen more clients with employees just needing employee assistance, um, trying to cope with what what their life has been like. You know, you think about the life cycle of the employee for through the last year. They've, they've seen coworkers be downsized. They may have seen their salaries cut. They've seen um, if you're in, sitting in Nashville, you, you, you had to deal with tornadoes and straight line of winds, and right, real life happened. We had there were babies born, life got big really fast and got really stressful. And working from home wasn't all it was made up to made out to be. And then all of a sudden we've gone and said, okay, let's keep going back to where we were, and employees are stuck. And I think what we've seen is a real significant need for employee assistance and and making sure that the companies have good programs like that. So I work with clients to make sure their, their benefits program offers it. If it doesn't, I can connect them with the people that do do that. And, and that's what we do is we, we try to bring in our partners. We don't, we have a lot of partners doing a lot of different things from a, ben, a, a total offering standpoint. And we want to make sure that our, our clients have that service.
2: Mm-hmm. Now you, you, uh, uh, Brought up COVID, and that brings up I know a really hot question right now for a lot of business owners and workplaces, which is vaccinations and requiring vaccinations, and how do I deal with that? Vaccinated versus non-vaccinated employees. What, what, what's your take on that? How How do you advise your clients about that,
0: John? It's a mixed bag based on the client. Really, mm-hmm. you know what we want to do, or what. My philosophy really is on that is, is trying to make it work for both the company and the employee. Um, you know, we, we, ma- mandatory vaccinations right now, we're just, I don't know that the time is right for that. But by the same token, incenting and and there's probably somebody sitting out there right now going, oh, don't say that. But I really believe in sending folks to do, to go get the vaccination is, is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, an extra day off, you know, a hundred dollars if you can if you can go through and get the vaccination. I think simple things like that um, or celebrating the fact that we're back at work and doing those kind of things and having, you know, mass free parties that if, you, if you've been vaccinated and you know, you're mass free and all that sort of thing. I think following the lead of some of these larger corporations that have had to do that is not a bad is not a bad way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, what we want to do is make it a positive for employees because there's employees that are still scared to take the vaccination. There are employees that, that for health reasons, can't there, there are people that are just are tied to that mask for some reason right now, you know? And so we want to be supportive of all those folks and, and make sure that we're getting the best people back to work and being protective of their, of their insecurities in this. This is new for all of us.
2: Yeah, for sure, and uh, and then that's, that's a great point. We're we're all we're all learning how to deal. We were learning how to deal with it when it happened, and now we're learning how to deal with the aftermath of it. We all are, um, uh, and so giving folks some grace about that, I think, is what you're saying, right?
0: Right, it, it it is, but also knowing that we need to get people back in the office. We need to get people back to business, and so to do that, we need. There, there we may have to do some things. We may we have, we have to be flexible to get what we ultimately need. And that is that, that team synergy back in the office, a lot of te- teams are coming back together and it's like, they've been, away, they they look like they've been away from each other for a year and a half. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they, they look like they need to be reengaged and that's what we're trying to do is also help them reengage once they get back to work.
2: Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because it is, that is another issue, which is the whole uh, I'm not ready to come back to work or the, you know, the, hey, I want to work two days at home a week now versus five in the office. Uh, you know, talk about, I guess, what what you're doing with your clients and what you're uh, encouraging in terms of reestablishing that culture, re-knitting people back together, uh, as it were.
0: Most of my clients want to get back to work. They mm-hmm. want to be back, and when I say get back to work, literally back in the office together. Yeah, um, we've had a theme in a couple of the clients that we're better together, and we we we've talked about it over and over again. With employees, we're better together. We're better when we're working together. Um, there's just certain things you can't schedule. When you have an idea, you can't walk down the hallway and tell somebody something right now, or haven't been able to. Um, so we're we're encouraging them to get them back to the office, but do it in a positive way. Schedule it. Don't don't drop the uh, you know don't say you know next week we're we're bringing everybody back. You know, mm-hmm. give them a little bit of lead time to start preparing for childcare, things that they haven't had to think about for a year. Um, make sure that they have that they know that the workplace is going to be safe. That you're going to do everything you can to continue to make sure the workplace is safe, and then encourage vaccination, um, and then let people know we're going to take care of the folks that 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 come back to work and once you do once you feel safe you start with the foundation of safety and security, then you can start building that engagement back
2: yeah that makes perfect sense now now let's get into i guess for you mentioned kind of up to more around the seventy employee mark yeah. you're real you really kind of serve as the full outsourced HR department, if you will, you and your colleagues there at Principal HR do. Let's talk about what the, maybe the other services that you offer. You mentioned project based work. Uh, yeah. talk about some of those services.
0: Um, one of the examples I'll give is from last year. We had a lot of things going on from a, a social discord. We had an election going on. We couldn't have added more into 2020 than we, than we got. I mean, we, 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 we maxed it out.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, And it got its it it made its way into the workplace. So one of our clients called and asked and I talked to them specifically about what do we need to do to find our employees are really upset with what's going on in in the public space, right? And when that's when that works its way into the to the the work area, that's difficult. And so we we actually surveyed employees about how they felt about things with this client. Then we went back and did training. On um, differences and generational differences and things that were different that were causing this discussion to be so robust, and we tried to mitigate that and have the give the employees a safe voice without also making it the focus of the company because what the company ultimately wanted to do was get back to work, and what what they wanted was they wanted employees that were were back reengaged and not focused on the outside outside world and so that's what that's an example of, of one of the projects we've done we've done all kinds of projects whether it comes down to compensation Dur- during during 2020 i, I can't tell you how many clients i worked with on just covid safety programs you know and we have to our com- our company i've got really talented people working with me and they 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 were able to help us pivot quickly in making sure that the client got what they needed from a from a from a COVID safety
2: program, if you will. Mm. Yeah. And so that, and just to emphasize and underline what projects mean in, in for small business owners, you know, they, they can engage you on one off basis uh, to, to, to handle some of these one-time issues that otherwise they don't have the resources for or the personnel for or what have you.
0: That's exactly right. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it, it ranges, it ranges from, it's based on their need. You know, they, the question usually is, do you do this? And the answer usually is yes, we, we, we will. We will we'll adapt to that because someone on our team has experience in in different areas of HR that can help them through that process. Whatever the process is, uh, one client just called and said, we need help recruiting. We just need help getting people on the ground. And it wasn't executive level search recruiting. It was, can you run my Indeed ads? Can you get us this back up? Can you help us get back on our feet? We can do that as a project. We can go in and do an HR assessment of your business and just make sure your risk is mitigated and give you back the tool and and let you go do it on your own Mm -hmm. um, if if that's what you want to do. A lot of times that leads to an engagement because someone says, so if you do that, well, can you help us fix it? And we, we want to help them fix it.
2: Sure. Sure. That makes perfect sense. Now let's, let's talk about, we've got maybe somebody that's listening that wants to have a conversation about engaging you, um, maybe on a, uh, on a fractional basis. How does that conversation go? I mean, what, what, uh, what do they need to be prepared to talk to you about?
0: Well, usually the conversation starts with do you really need us on a fractional basis? Because we don't want to engage someone with a retainer if that's not what they need. If they just need, what I, again, what I call a la carte HR, if that's what they need, we're going to try to help them get that. That makes more sense for them. Um, going back to my grandfather, it, it, he was always don't oversell. Make sure you meet what the client needs. And and so that's that's kind of our approach is making sure they need it. But what we try to prep them before our meetings to do is Think about the pain points. Think about the things that you're struggling with from a people perspective. How much time is being invested in that? How many people on your team are are, are spending time on these issues? And what is the actual cost to you? And put it, owners are, are are very savvy. They can go through quickly and tell you, this is costing me X. This is costing me a headcount. Mm. Well, if it is, then maybe a retained relationship with us is it makes a lot of sense because you're getting a staff of of folks that are going to work for you. You have a one source contact. You don't have to call four people to get to me. Um, every owner gets my cell phone. Every owner gets, I I jokingly say gets my wife's cell phone. You know, they're going to be able to get in touch with us one way or another. Uh, if they get through my wife's cell phone, I'm going to get in trouble, but we're going to get, we're going to get the answer. Right.
2: Yeah. I love that. Um, you know, uh, Jeff, I would love it if you could maybe share a success story with us—a uh, uh, situation. You obviously don't have to mention names, but a situation sure. where you your work has provided particular transformation for a business owner.
0: Well, yeah, you know, one comes to mind that just—and it was early on in our in our company's tenure, and it was just me at the time. I mean, it was that. I, I was the company, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how most small businesses get started. Sure. Um, but we, I went in and was working with a client that, our, our, that said the lead in in our meeting, our first meeting was, "What is HR?" Wow, you know, you, you've been at 30 years and you get asked a question like that, you go, "Well, gosh, that's, that's such a broad question." You know, how do I answer that? And we 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 took his business. Or I working with him. What I was able to do was help him see his business through an HR lens of putting the right people in the right job, doing the right work in the right environment. Those are that's a, that's a philosophy of ours, mm. and also in reducing risk. And so once we were a, able to break down each of the he and I broke down each of those categories for his business, and then put in a hiring process for him. Where his talent, his turnover was 40%. It it just was 40%. And his turnover today is 15%. And that's even through the the, the last 12, 13, 14 months. And and it's, he, he, he and I talk about this all the time. It's, if you put better people in your jobs, they're going to stay longer. Mm. If you're using a mirror test to hire people and if they fog up the mirror and you, you hire them, you know that then they're not going to they're not gonna, they're not going to stay with you long. If they've been somewhere, if they've had six jobs in six months, they're going to have another job in another month. And so what we we really try to do with our clients is try again analyze where their problem is and meet them there. And I, I think that turnover number for him has been huge because he's not spending time now recruiting day and night. His managers aren't spending time on that. They're managing the business now.
2: Yeah, and I mean, as you say, savvy business owners know this, but you're talking about real dollars there, and that's where HR is not some touchy-feely amorphous thing. I mean, when you reduce turnover from 40% to 15%, that's a real dollar savings for that business.
0: It is, and it, it all had to do with hiring process and being diligent in making sure that, you didn't give in to get someone in the door. Being a step slow in some of the in some of the stuff, that doesn't that's not a good business philosophy. You hear being a step slow, don't. But honestly, being a step slow in hiring or being a step slow in, in, in terminating someone, um, making sure that you've got all your I's dotted and your T's crossed, there's something about that that protects the business and it, it gives you a chance to make a good decision instead of an emotional reactive decision. Um, you don't bet. You don't hire in crisis, You hire
2: strategically,
0: and that's what we, we we we've been able to communicate that really well to our clients. So,
2: Jeff Batts, folks, he's the president of Principal HR Solutions. Uh, Jeff, this has been great, and I I've have got to believe that there are folks hearing this interview that want to be in touch with you and have a further conversation about their own situation, uh, let's let's direct them to the right place.
0: Yeah, they can they can visit our website at uh, principalhrsolutions.com, and that's principal spelled with an L-E. Uh, some, some people, you know, with the other principal, and I, some of my clients have told me I need to change it to that. <laughs> uh, all, they can also call me at 615-601-1658, and that is our office number. You'll get me quickly, and we can talk about this problem. If you have a problem today, we we deal with people on a daily basis that call and say, "I need this help." I need. We'll talk about contracts. We'll talk about all that. But I need some help today, mm. and we address those. We we do everything we can to address those that day if we can.
2: Wow, folks! You can't beat that from Jeff Bats uh, with principal. And that's principal with an L E. Uh, principal hr solutions and consulting jeff this has been a pleasure thanks so much for coming on the show and educating our our listeners
0: john thanks for the opportunity to do this i really do appreciate
2: it yeah thank you uh and educating me for that matter uh uh, but uh, you know anyway this has been great thank you um folks just a quick reminder that you can find our show on all the major podcast apps nashville business radio is the search term you can find a complete archive of our shows at nashvillebusinessradiox.com. Uh, here's my bold ask. It's not about me. It's not about business radio X. It's about great business leaders like Jeff who have been on our show. We want people to find the show so they can find them and potentially use their services and their products that they offer. So, uh, what you can do to help that happen, that happen is to go to uh your favorite podcast app subscribe to the show and give us a five star review because that helps folks find the show and again utilize the services of our great guests so if you could do that for us we would appreciate it if you want to get in touch directly with me i would love to hear from you john uh, j ray at businessradiox.com is my email address And you can find the complete uh, show, all our shows on our national network, Business Radio X at BusinessRadioX.com. So for my guest, Jeff Batts, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Nashville Business Radio.